0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community.
1: Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Marshall. And hey, that's Nick. This is the Community Pub. Nick is here live out of Vegas at SEMA. Wait, no, he's in his house at Vegas, but he's been at SEMA. So here for the Community Pub, we're going to dive into some quick Q&A to learn what's been going on at SEMA 2022. And then we'll get into the beers and we'll get into all the community stuff that we love to do. So Nick, give us uh, just a quick, real, real brief, your opinion, you know, overall thoughts on the show
2: been a great show for Hyperclean. you know we we came in here with a plan. We had a lot of meetings set up. we've we've met that and more. you know we've we've started to add, like I told you, just about an hour ago, we had a meeting with maybe a a, a new really, really large shop in the Midwest that wants to start doing business with us. But again, this is kind of what we've shared on this platform before, Marty is. you got to come to SEma with a plan. I think it's more evident today than ever. I mean, SEMA is not what it used to be. Doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but SEMA is very different. And as somebody that has from 2010 on, you know, some type of experience with this show, it's, it's a very, very different vibe today than, than ever before.
1: No, I know we got some, some people in the community pub ready to ask some questions Dustin, you were chiming in a second ago, man. What's, uh, what's really been your thought process? I know you were talking about trucks. We've been talking about the builds. It's always been something you've followed. When you were thinking of SEMA and, and what you've seen, are, are you surprised? What do you want to chat with Nick about?
3: So I got to know. I've got one question. The Whistling Diesel LS swap, generally yep. <laughs> with the smashed windshield. Did you see it?
2: Yeah. How uh... cool is it? It's cool, but you know again this is where you kind of get lost in Sema. It, you know there's a lot of cool, but there's a lot of stuff that's kind of you've seen before, you've you've experienced before, and this is kind of the thing that they have to solve to be really honest with you is you know I was I was joking with you guys before we got on the air. Marty will vouch for this. The truck scene has looked very very similar for 10 straight years, meaning there's an outside part of the show where they line up all these jacked up trucks. I swear some of these I've seen 18 times in my life somehow. And, you know, it, just jacking trucks up for as high as you can is kind of corny if everyone else in line is doing it. You know what I mean? Like you there's only so many reputable suspension companies. There's not 500 of them. So the, the, the crazy thing is, is this is what SEMA is going to have to answer right now I don't think people are seeing it the way I'm seeing it is, man, there's a lot of really talented people doing cool builds like the one you referenced. The question is, I saw a lot of hot rods. No offense. I mean, most people in the hot rod are 75 years old. I mean, it's, it's, it is really out of place. It seems like it's just a weird show Um, and, and again, I don't say that I know some of these builds are great and I I love seeing them, but I I really question what is going to happen with the outside portion of the show. As I've told Marty, it just does not have what it used to be. I mean, for anybody that's not been there, it's crazy.
1: So what did, what they do? That's one of the things that I was curious about, you know, the, the past ones had Ford and that big drifting and all the stuff going on outside, big party outside. I mean, what does it look like now? It used to go from all the way across the convention center. So here's the thing.
2: They still did that, but they moved the drifting over towards where the tents used to be. You remember where detailing and new products used to be in those far tents? Well, now they built that huge part of the convention center on the other side. So that whole side's open. Now that's like the drifting area. It's way out in the middle of nowhere and doesn't make any sense, but then they're doing some drifting stuff where the Hoonigans and all those used to be when they were aligned with Ford. Um, Now, (laughs) had somebody say this, and I know he's going to listen to this. They had like a Toyota Supra out there that was like battery powered and made no noise, which if you've ever been out in the open at SEMA, it's about the noise and the burnouts and the crashing into the walls and about the craziness. And it's like, what are we doing here? This doesn't make any sense. I think Ford and GM really damaged the show. I I kind of thought that SEMA was going to fight that off but the outside part of the show is not good it 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 is and again that's where the the same truck builds and the same lamborghini builds and all these things that that's where it hurts the outside now because you're focusing on those things and you're going i've seen this before i've seen it so now those builds are are getting under the microscope and i don't think it's as good as people think and and it's just it's just not um it's not what it was yeah.
1: Yeah. Not what it was, Brian. Uh, so glad you hopped on. We're going to get to you here in a second, man. Uh, we want to grab definitely your take. Cause I think it was your first day to be there. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Derek's got a, a couple questions, I think for you, Nick.
4: Hey, Nick. So I had two questions. Um, so I'm a, you know, I have a Tacoma and I saw Toyota was talking about like a trail runner or a trail series. Um, They kind of just did a post, but I don't know if you saw anything, because they just said, yeah, we're going to have these trail trucks, because I know they took over part of the Ford booth. Yeah, so so we,
2: I think Brian and I saw, because Brian and I walked a little bit, I walked the outside without anybody yesterday and a little bit today. Um, We saw what we call like pre-runner type of stuff um, walking around. Okay. Uh, Nothing that would stand out and say, hey, they've really invested into this. Okay. I think what you have right now is you have Nissan, Toyota, the Volkswagen group, you know, all the, I think they scrambled and I don't think many of them paid attention to social media because when you had like the Hoonigans and Ford and, and you're talking about millions of people, you know, they brought something to the outside. Toyota, Nissan and the rest of them are going to have to answer the social media question. There's just no hype out there. And and with no hype, that outside is real annoying because there's nothing cool. Like I said, you can only look at the same lifted truck. You can only look at the same lowered car. You can only, you know, I showed, I showed on our Instagram stories, the Safari 911 build. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen enough Safari 911s to last me a lifetime. It was cool five years ago. It's now played out. And, And the problem is when these things come under the microscope and you're at that scale as SEMA is, you just kind of look around and go seen it seen it and it all kind of happens quickly in your brain it's not a negative of anybody that did a great build it's just <laughs> the nature of the size of semo uh,
4: yeah that's what i was I, I saw a couple of channels that posted about that uh same course that you sent and then i was like oh my goodness and even the guy at the shop was like yeah they, they've been doing that for a while but uh yeah. my next question is in your opinion, is Graphene basically dead at this point? Because I was following a lot of some of the other launches, other companies and nothing in Graphene. It's everyone's kind of just switched over to back to ceramic looks like.
2: Yeah. It's amazing. When you tell the truth, you never buy into the hype. And uh, some guys are really, really a lot of damaged brands over the Graphene thing. And you know, I don't take pride in that, but I do take pride in we sell stuff that works. Uh and uh, yeah, there's been a little bit of chatter in the detailing hall about the companies that did the wrong thing amongst reputable people have gotten real judgment about this, and should they? That's not for me to say, but it shows you who tells the truth and who's putting stuff together and doing it for the right reasons and who isn't, and so this would be the, the followers of us, the things I would tell them is, yeah, you should look at those companies and say, "What am I doing? You know, am I going to do business with them?" So, yeah, that's it's dead, dead, dead on arrival. There's a couple of hanger-ons, but yeah, it seems to be DOA. All
1: right, I got one more question, and then if anybody else does, go ahead and throw your hand up. Let Derek know you got a question. Nick, I I'm asking this because it's something you and I have talked about, and you just mentioned the builds, and you know it's the the same stuff over and over. Seems to be a trend almost through most of SEMA, right, between all different parts of the car care industry to the builds. I mean, is there anybody that's innovative? Is there anything that, you know, you're going, wow, you know, these these guys are really – or is it just the whole SEMA show is the exact same?
2: Well, uh, Brian and I walked a show, and I kind of told him this, so he'll be hearing it for a second time. There's not very many of you that can name a great audio shop in your city because many of us don't visit audio shops. You go to the audio part of this, of the SEMA and it's jumping. It's like energetic, pumped up. Everybody's having a great time. Brian and I went into the body shop like tools and that area was jumping. There's parts of the show that are really, really energetic. And there's parts of the show that aren't and the parts that aren't, uh would basically be tires <laughs> which which we we went into that hall but I'd say the west hall which which kind of hosts a lot of film companies and detailing companies is is about as low energy as it gets at the show and you know I've had people say you know where's the innovation yeah I mean that's that's a topic out here for sure uh I don't think in a negative way people are saying it or in a hateful way but a lot of sitting around, a lot of no energy at the booths, no, no vibe. And, and it, it's, it's pretty evident. I mean, I'll let Brian speak on it because I think I'll get judged because I happen to own a product company or people think I'm saying it for a reason, but it's, it's pretty low energy, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: But I guess a lot of microphones still, huh?
2: Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a topic. If for another day, that's man.
1: <laughs> hey Paul, uh, you got your hand up question for Nick.
2: Well, Nick, did you
0: have your uh, swag bag? Is it all full of all the freebies?
2: <laughs> so, uh, funny Come enough, I got, <laughs> I got handed a backpack if anybody got the photo. So I don't want somebody to think I would lie to you. I got a backpack yesterday from, from somebody I do business with and they put a couple shirts in there for me. So if you did see me at SEMA yesterday, I did have a backpack on from uh, one of my, my favorite vendors I do business with, but no, I didn't. Uh, Brian can attest that we weren't, we weren't big uh, stuffing things into a bag kind of guys. Uh, that is funny, that was- Paul,
1: cause you're right. You know, the first couple of times you go there, they give you that. Was it spider still is always the, hey,
2: that by the way, still the red bags, Marty
1: exact same right and the first time i remember going oh hell yeah big bag like i'm gonna stuff and i was going around grabbing everything you know which was a reason later we decided not to derek or you remember we go hey we don't want to waste all this paper we don't want to waste all of it at our booth so we went a completely different direction but paul that's the exact same thing i did man so that's funny i was like yeah let me have everything you know this was
2: swag is way down though I mean I'll be I'll be fair swag is pretty pretty down um not not a big part of the show uh the shirts that I got weren't shirts they were given to everybody you know what I mean like they weren't like promoting that they had swag at their booth they were giving it to to their installers. so that's all
1: they used yeah. to hand I mean booze back and we're talking 14 15 16 sure. 17 right everybody's tossing out all kinds of stuff
2: No I, I for whatever reason that's not really happening in, in 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 the West Hall of detailing I mean there's not there's not a lot going on handing out, uh, which I think is probably a good thing. I mean, you guys know how much of that swag goes. That's why we built our t-shirt line and our products the way we did is that stuff just gets thrown away. Uh, but you know, like I said, man, I mean, it's just, it's, it's been interesting, but yeah, no, I, I did have a, a backpack on for a couple hours yesterday while I was, <laughs> <laughs> when I got it from, uh, right,
1: Nick, we know you got to run. You got a dinner tonight, So Thanks for your time hopping on. And, uh, Enjoy the rest of your SEMA, man.
2: All right, guys. Thanks, Nick.
1: Brian, I'm uh like I said, man. I was excited to hear your opinion. Thank you for hopping on. I know you also, I think, have a little party tonight. It's a but give us your perspective, man. First time out at SEMA. What are what are your thoughts? Oh, you're on mute. My bad, man. Uh, you gotta hold on. We got to mute unmute. mute. Oh, hold on. We can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> No, we still can't hear you. Just, All right, I'm on a Hey, just There kidding. we go. <laughs> um,
5: I, I what I said when I was on mute, I said it's it's huge. It's very daunting. It's hard to even explain uh how big it is when you're walking around. It's you know, uh, but definitely with Nick, uh it's it's a whole different vibe in different rooms uh, where it's just it's a, some places to just it's I'm not gonna say a party, but I mean it's I mean people are seem excited and stuff like that uh the west hall i didn't really realize it i guess till i walked out of the west hall with him and kind of cruised around a little more and you realize that the west hall is just kind of
1: so why do you think that is man why why is the vibe around the detailing industry just real mellow i I don't know if detailers are just
5: you think they'd be excited i mean i I was excited but maybe they're standoffish because they're just just, with what what people might be judging them or they don't know who they're gonna say i don't know it's just. I think there's a lot more stuff to show in some of this. Like we walked in, like I said, like I don't know anything about body shop stuff. I've never worked in a body shop. You walk in that body shop and you're like, wow, that's cool. I don't know what that is, but it's cool. Like like you see these jigs and stuff like that. And they got a new Hummer taken apart on a jig. And, you know, it's like, man, I don't know what that tool does, but that's pretty cool looking. And I think it's hard to... Yeah, there's only so much stuff you can display for detailing, and you know some of the tools and stuff like that. There's only so far you can go with, with a.
1: Speaking product. of tools, any anything as you walked around that you were like, "Wow, you know this is pretty cool." I know the Rupes new thing came out. Has anybody played with it? I, I, it seemed a strange little tool that didn't seem really like it was going to be a. a
5: Nick
1: big and I mover. walked
5: by. And he was talking about it. I I didn't even really look at it. I'm not a big. I don't use Rupes a lot. Um, but so usually,
1: so see, here's the deal, Brian, usually SEMA is when they announce and they have these big right. reveals and it's like a big deal for them, but it there's doesn't seem like there's very many. No, there's, I can't think of one thing that
5: in that entire hall, that was like, that was the, we're, we just released this.
0: Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. no big one. Wow. Griot released something today too. Oh, yep. what
1: grills released?
0: They're, uh, I think they're, they're one, two and three inch um, polisher. That's yeah they they're just pretty yeah, yeah and, it's, and nick and i stuff.
5: looked at that actually in a display and it it looks like they got a lot of help from flex with the px yeah sounds, like
0: it's like it looks that's, like that's what i thought it was when i first but saw the think, pictures
5: when you see it it's like oh so it's a px80 it's not like it's, it's the wow factor's not there because you've seen it before it's it's cool for them because it's new for them to provide provide to their customers but it's not it wasn't like, man, that's, I've never seen anything like that. Um, so it, it, it's tough, but I think detail is tough to like, I mean, there's only so much stuff you can come out with and wow people with every year. And, you know, it would be cool. I mean, I think, I don't know if they add music to places or do something, I don't know. It's just, it definitely is more of just kind of like, you know, not doesn't have that, that busy and hustle as the other rooms do. Um, I don't know if that's a bad thing. You get more time. Nick and I talked about it. I, I might be bad for them, but as, as a person me shopping around, it's kind of nice. Cause I get FaceTime. I can walk in somewhere. I, mean, I bought two Viper chairs today. Um, I probably wouldn't know if the booth was packed and I sat down talked to a guy and really over everything. And, you know, I've been hemming and hawing probably for a year to like, I don't want to spend that money, but I was able to sit there and talk to the guy for probably half an hour. And I bought two of them. If the place was jam packed, I probably would never done that. Um, I would have walked in the booth, meandered around and walked out. So,
1: Hmm. And uh thoughts on the Tesla tunnel so you posted a little photo of being a Tesla. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I I want to do. Yeah. I, I really no, want to do that.
5: Tesla. I think it'd be fun. It, in my brain I was it's I, I you know, I was thinking like the car was self-driving and all this stuff and it's literally a guy driving a car and every sensor on that car is taped off, covered up, or taken off. And they have actually an iPad inside that runs a separate mapping system because they can't use anything in that car that's built for because the tunnel's so small it sets every sensor off and wants to stop the car. So it's literally you're just driving a car through a tunnel. (laughs) Oh, so it's it's pretty wild. You know they make it seem like it's this big innovation of automated car, but they literally are not using Tesla as what it's built for because it cannot. The tunnel is too small for that car to operate. Kind of get it, but it was cool.
1: That, yeah, nobody's ever said that. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that before. I didn't know that.
5: The driver explained it to me. He was like, No, we, he's like, There's tape on this. There's, he used to look at all the sensors. We have to run a different iPad because every sensor on the car is going off because it wants it, it, it's sensing that that wall's, it's going to crash into the wall or something. So it's, it's pretty wild, but it was neat. It's a, it's a great, it's a very cool thing. And you know, you're zooming through a tunnel, you know, in a car. And yeah, you know, it's, it's a, it's a neat little deal.
1: Hmm. Uh, favorite favorite thing that you uh you kind of saw today that you go hey this was i know we got more people headed out and i'm gonna try and get this episode out tomorrow so everybody can hear it when they're headed to sema and uh the people that are still going so what do you say that if uh somebody's showing up in the next couple of days what should they look for what's what was big the the big standout I, I don't for know. you
5: I, I walked with nick probably for an hour and a half and I i don't know we were just talking mainly the whole time. we were looking for some tools, and I haven't walked enough. I guess I'm gonna to try to really spend some more time tomorrow. I had nothing really was like like he was saying. I've seen, I've not been to SEMA, but I've seen builds and stuff like that, and they do seem very, very dated. Just kind of like it's it's the kind of the same thing, you know. It's not there's not. I mean, it's very cool if you walk outside. I mean, I haven't been there for, but I've seen builds um, other places, and it's just kind of like, well, this is kind of a build that they've done. Five years ago or six years ago, um, but there's just a lot of them,
1: you know. All uh, right, staying at New York, the, New York. Did you, was...
5: did you eat at the crepes place yet? because I'm telling
1: you, it's the best breakfast I have not, you'll it, have.
5: It was it was closed this morning when I got up. It was like oh. seven o'clock and they were closed. Huh. So I was I was, I was surprised they're closed. I'm gonna leave a little later tomorrow, so maybe they'll be open.
1: The pizza? Did you get the pizza yet or the? uh No, oh, it's good I stuff. I love New York, New York. You gonna do the? Uh... <laughs> tonight man you you doing the roller coaster I, I don't know we'll see how it goes it's cold here tonight oh. so it's it's
5: probably 50 <laughs> degrees right now it feels like outside Oh, Ooh. it's beautiful beautiful yeah <laughs> yeah not for me
4: <laughs> warm
5: i'm always warm bloodish
4: if, <laughs> if you haven't
5: if you haven't been my two senses go it's it's just it's big it's cool with me you are you do see just I mean, there's every, I mean, like McLaren, it's just cool stuff done up there. I mean, it's all F40. It was probably pretty cool. And, um, it, it, it's just, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of stuff, you know? So
1: Yeah. Uh, it's good. And that's what I find it interesting because for people that uh, had been prior, apparently it was much larger. So that's good to hear though. There's a lot of people that are going to very be glad what you just said, because, it's kind of has been put down you know the way nick viewed and way others are saying nick's not the only one as, as you were walking around there's a lot of people right now with a negative feel it seems like different people texting me back and forth the people that are there like there's just not a lot so i'm glad to hear that you know you're going wow yeah no this is still really awesome you know so i'm i'm for glad person, to hear that And i think people for, should still go
5: for a person that hasn't been before now i could probably I could see if he's been going for ten years or whatever the case may be, and you're used to more stuff. You, he probably does see that it is a smaller show, um, but for for me, I was, it's just a it's it's big, you know. And there's there's tons of stuff to see and you know check out. And it's it's enjoyable, you know. It, would I would I come year after year? Probably not, but it's uh it's worth a trip out, yeah. So okay. if you my cool. two. My two cents.
1: <laughs> all right. What's everybody drinking tonight? Did you find? Listen, Brian. Whenever I go to Vegas, I always try and find some new thing to start drinking. But it looks nothing, like you're going ultra. Huh? Just, <laughs> <laughs> all right. yeah. Ultra is good. Did you have you found the little like convenience store type places as you're walking around? You can just walk in and grab a beer and just. Nope. You know? I haven't
5: even walked. I'm, I'm gonna try to walk around tomorrow on the strip a little bit and do stuff like that. So no. I. I have, Friday, but yeah i haven't had a lot of time to goof off
1: on the little bridges that uh, go over the walkway sometimes you can find some people out there with uh, uh coolers and they're trying to sell off beer and that's great because you can <laughs> you can get a little beer for two or three five six bucks instead of uh you know 15 eight, to 20. 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll check that out
5: that's that, like a good find
1: yeah I, we found that and then you go into those little convenience stores and get them cheaper too but i'm telling you that to me vegas and SEMA and all that it got into real perspective when you paid 12 bucks for a bud light and i just go wow yeah crazy all right yeah. paul what are you sipping on tonight
0: um, I've got the, uh, crown Royal whiskey and cola in a can.
1: Ooh, Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Brian, there it's is a liquor bad. store. When he said that there is a liquor store at the airport. Um, and that's, we would always, there's, they, they have inside of there, a, a whiskey and Coke in a can, and we would start grabbing those as soon as we get <laughs> off the plane. I went in one day to that liquor store. I go every time. And, uh, I went in one day and they had, uh, a old blue chair come on dustin let's go kenny chesney uh it's the kenny Chesney. wait huh you're the kenny chesney fan no kenny yeah, chesney yeah, kenny chesney bit. old blue chair whatever we know it's it's that song about the blue chair sitting at the ocean he created a whole uh uh line of uh rum around it and they were doing pasters. so brian literally i think i have four or five shots of different types of rum i was like this is the best airport <laughs> ever that's great. Uh, all right, Dustin, what do you you you're sipping on something new, and I don't think everybody knows. Uh, and we are, Derek. I tell you, it's impressive. I'm I'm oh. very impressed with Dustin tonight.
3: Uh, if I can get it to show up, anyways, it is a brew dog. Ooh, uh, okay. Mallow Laser Quest. It is a marshmallow pineapple hazy IPA. The more I drink it, the more I like it. At first, I wasn't a big fan, but it's going down pretty smooth now. I do like Ooh. it. Ooh. Um, I'd probably make a little tweaks, but uh, it's out of Ohio. Do you get BrewDog way out there in Oklahoma?
1: Don't think I do. Never heard no, of it.
3: No. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, I think this might be one of the first brew dogs that I've had, and it's uh, their label is just like a sticker. <laughs> so, yeah you get a chrome can with a sticker on it. Yep.
1: <laughs> Old school.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I bought a six pack, so I, I've got to finish them anyways.
1: Uh, Derek, what are you sipping on?
3: i
4: got some more of my Vermont beer, but, uh, from uh, Rutland brew works, but this one's called stick season. It's an IPA. It's got two dogs fighting over a stick on it. So Had nice. to get it. pretty good. Pretty good. Except there's, it's, uh, Hoppy, there's no uh, not citrus at
1: all. All right, I'm drinking the I I guess. I don't know, I've never had it, but I was in the oh, liquor no. store and uh, says it's the authentic Bavarian Hefeweizen. So I go, Hey, I'm in. Sure enough, it's pretty good. I like it, it, it ranks up there. If you like Hefeweizen, Inger's good. Anybody else sipping on anything? Uh, what's up? What's that? Southern tear,
6: southern tear pumpkin. Yes. Oh
1: yeah, you sent me that earlier.
6: No, no, no. That uh, that was the smash pumpkin. That's next round. That was the shipyard. (laughs) All right, this one's what? This is the southern tier pumpkin. It's like a pie, basically. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, do you like the pumpkins? I'm I'm running that out for a little while, you know. Then I'll jump into winter and so on and so on.
1: Derek, but, we're going to get Dustin to do a pumpkin one of these days.
6: Yeah. you gotta I think him.
3: I think I'll like it. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? I just had the shipyard last yeah. month.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Look at him expanding out his horizons. Yeah. No. Yeah, you, should,
3: you, should be, you should be proud of me. I'm, I'm expanding. I'm, it's almost porter season, though.
1: Yeah, mm, that's when yeah. you're really good.
3: Yeah, we're getting into port. I almost picked a six pack. I mean, I had the Hershey's Porter last week. Yep. That's chocolate porter. Uh, that's, that's one of my top three favorite beers. Um, but uh, oatmeal stout, really like those. Uh, those are good. There are a couple other porters that I was digging at before I picked up the Brew Dog.
1: Kevin just did, uh, he sent me, uh, a story, Kevin, you, and that's, that's where we, you know, love the, uh, Gillette stadium, you know, how, what, why, you know, I think people would find it interesting that you're up there at Gillette stadium cleaning cars. Give us just a real quick, how'd you get into it? Uh, what were you doing maintenance? And we love maintenance too. So give us a little bit of background.
6: Um, so honestly with this client, um, I was found actually on Google, and uh, it was a fixed job. He checked off, you know, like eight different services online. I'm like, whoa. I'm looking at his ticket. I'm like, whoa. Called him up. You know, had a conversation. I said, okay, let me assist the car when I get on site. And, man, um, call a night, paste, every crease of that car you can imagine oh god and that's a trx so it's baked you know um so i said yeah i it look good for two washes two weeks and then out of nowhere you started seeing this stuff correct he's like yeah man white stuff everywhere i'm like i'll take care of you buddy don't worry about it so you know i took care of him and uh he's like the bi-weekly client at this point
4: that's did awesome. he have did he have the the white because
6: uh, i know the trx has come with
4: uh the fenders or, or plastic or did he yeah, have paint so
6: all through the yes all through those wedges all on the plastics i'm talking about oh, god on the on on the on the, on the um the kicker boards on the bottom oh no those was a black metal so that's how bad it was when i got it.
4: i know that, there's a there's a shop near here that will paint, is painting all the uh, those plastic pieces for people. And then when I heard how much they charge it to do it, I was like, good Lord. Like, but damn, that sucks.
1: Yeah, it does suck.
6: So again, uh-huh. I use, uh, you know, ceramics, you know, spray. And boy, I'll tell you, that would slick. Nice combo.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hey, Wes, uh, what's your thoughts, you know, when you hear about SEMA? I I feel like you're a guy that's always probably – I don't know if you've been or not, but you seem like somebody that would probably enjoy SEMA. What what are your thoughts when you hear about what's Uh, been going on there?
7: I I understand people's, you know, frustrations when they say they see a lot of the same stuff. Um, From my point of view, uh, being at an OEM, uh, our, our point, our use of SEMA is to not really show a new lineup, but to kind of show what you can do with factory options for that lineup. Um, like we released a bunch of NISMO parts mm-hmm. um, uh, today at SEMA. We released, not we because I'm not there, but our communications team released the new uh, Z GT4 uh, factory race car which you'll eventually be able to order, like, you know, a Porsche, um, you know, GT race car, a team car or whatever. So that was kind of cool. Of course, there's support from from, you know, aftermarket race teams. They have, you know, Chris Forsberg is there uh, supporting Nissan and Nismo and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's our point is to showcase what you could do um, with the lineup. With the addition of some other stuff, just little projects like um, they did a um, Datsun sunny pickup truck with a Skyline Hokoska front end on it and a Nissan Leaf electric drivetrain, which is, you know, super interesting. Um,
1: I don't know that I've heard of the Datsun. We we used to have Datsuns quite around all the time.
7: Yeah, yeah, Datsun, Datsun, (laughs) whatever you want to say. Technically,
1: it's Datsun,
7: but... um, yeah so that's that's where we come from um in the detailing world in the detailing world i understand um uh the other guy's viewpoint like i don't think many people in the detailing space save a lot of things for sema um i remember a couple years ago i remember mcguire's waited um to release a whole line of stuff they had a bunch of releases but like uh, Rupus, they, Rupes, Rupes, whatever you want to say, they, they released that new um, 75E online uh, for social media content and stuff. They did that, um, it seems like months ago. So everybody's seen that. I'm sure most people haven't gotten their hands on it, but it's been around. So it's not like a, it's not a brand new thing. Um, As far as, you know, the aftermarket, I'm not really sure. I haven't, I haven't seen i know the i know it's always a big joke um sema builds is like a group on facebook where you can see a bunch of hack together stick welded on bumpers and stuff like that when people look under a lot of those trucks um and stuff like that to see what's what's been kind of slapped together but yeah so
1: west did you just call out the everything.
7: builders <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, some some of those shops that bring SEMA builds you know sometimes they're not the best quality so
3: the legend of the bluetooth drive shaft strikes again
6: yes yes, <laughs> yeah
7: driveshaft.
1: that's why i was going to so, ask uh, brian earlier and i know he had to hop off but I, I i wanted to ask him that has it changed you know that if there's no innovation have they at least cleaned up the cars at sima right. you know it's it's, it's just like any other car show that we always talk about. And it's crazy. There's always, and I, you don't mean to say this because there's a lot of detailers out there working, but then you go, guess some of these cars just look terrible. Derek.
4: Do you, do you remember like, like, well, I think it was like maybe 10 years ago or so. They used to have like a, I think McGuire's just a sponsor. They had like a team that would go around and they would like prep all the vehicles before SEMA. And that was like a whole like series they used to do. And it was like, oh, we got only got like an hour before the show. And then they would be running around. Like yeah. So all of them used to do it. And it was kind of yeah. cool. Like, like so the cars, would, I don't think they do it anymore now. So it's like. Well, there's yeah, companies
1: like, like that, that started doing it, I think. And I know, you know, the, the guys at Masterpiece, which are down in Dallas, they teamed up with, uh, they, they used to do that and go around. Then they teamed up with Mark from Firehouse to start that as a service of their own, where they, that's a service that they provide to a lot of oh, okay shows expose that type of deal and you'll see them around a bunch of different things doing it and then you also see a lot of guys in the back of sema right like and it's a big deal for mobile detailers and people to be out at sema and we're cleaning these trucks and we're like so there's a lot of money that's made and it's great the detailers out there i just i was and i get it right they're not trying to perfect them so this isn't a shot right this isn't a shot at all of course right everybody knows it's not a shot you just go why did the builder why did the person that put the car not have the detailer finish out the car like it's not a thing at the detailer it's a thing at the builder and it goes you got all these detailers out there you got all these companies here why do we still have cars that look like this you know he's <laughs> crazy but anyway hey uh brandon from tim's good to see you on man you drink anything tonight
8: yeah i got a it's called the blueprint from a, a local company called uh, Birds Fly South. It's brewed with guava. So mm-hmm. it's really good. I think I actually sent you some like about a year ago, Marty.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah. Fred, Sounded Fred, from Fred, I think I had one. I had one. I think you sent me one too. I one remember one, drinking two. it. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff.
3: I can't even imagine what that actually tastes like. Like you try to think of it. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what that would taste like.
8: Uh, just think of like the best sunny day ever.
3: It's the best sunny day ever. <laughs> so best, I'm thinking, like, bush best. light on, on a boat.
1: Yeah, Brandon, you gotta
3: <laughs> be careful. I
8: mean, this is West Virginia. I mean, multiply it by ten. Oh.
3: <laughs> so, so, what are we adding in, adding into it to make it taste better? I mean, bush light, dude, tastes pretty good on a hot <laughs> bush, sunny day. Bush,
4: bush latte.
8: Yeah, if you've had about six, maybe. Oh. Okay
1: couple of shots of fireball too that's the way you do it <laughs> all right so i've had inside the uh inside my little shop of of what i do a grand wagoneer and i gotta oh. say wow right yeah. so yeah we have one that we've been putting out as you guys know cast Derek, you know cast many people in the community no mm-hmm. cast uh he's been with us now for a little bit this year excited to have him on our team and his wife just got a wagoner. so you'll see some of those videos that we just released of him doing some work on it cleaning it up but this is the grand right anybody seen the inside of a grand wagoneer
0: oh or yeah here, I, have, I have nice. i was on the wife's shortlist. we just got her a new suv and that was one of them so we did a lot of research on that that one in particular gorgeous you see,
4: you see there's a grand wagoneer
1: l now there's even a bigger one
0: yeah, it's just the extended length, yep.
1: Paul, what'd you find out that you so much loved about that Grand Wagoneer? Because, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty insane.
0: Well, we ultimately didn't end up getting it, but it wasn't for lack of looks. It definitely had all the looks. Um, it had every feature you could ever think of. I mean, to include the the digital screen inside the passenger dash console area. Um, it, I mean, it had ev- literally everything,
1: so much of it, uh, it, it doesn't even have a button. You just kind of move your hand over it and it lights Ooh. up and it starts like, it's, it's intense. I will say though, that I, and I, I felt embarrassed and confused at the same time. And, 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 almost went, how in the world does this chair not have a fold forward mechanism of that middle row, trying to get to the back row? And it took me forever trying, and I get it. You go, yeah, it's that button right there. I go, I understand. Now I understand it's that button right there. But I was looking at all these other buttons, pulling up here. It even has a little, you know, the the old school, what we traditionally know, the little, not a rope, right? But that little wrap that you stick your hand in, you pull it, and you go, okay, well, maybe this is going to move forward. And I swear I wasted 10 minutes trying to get that seat forward. And I was confused at why they did, made it so confusing. Derek?
4: I was gonna say, Marty, did you open the hood, um, and see how much room is in there?
1: No, I have not. Yeah.
4: When you get a, when you get a chance, just look. It, look, it looks. Uh, I don't know. The one that we looked at looked kind of awkward. Like we opened up the hood, and I was just like, "There's like three feet from when the engine stops to like the front." I'm just like, "Like they could have put a bigger engine in, and they decided not to." Huh?
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds a little rough. Yeah. I was surprised about the sound of the Grand Wagoneer. It sounds like it sounds like a little V6 that they tried to put a muffler on it. That's what it sounds like.
7: It's a six four, isn't
1: it? Is it? I, I thought it's it was a V I thought it was wow, a turbo. Yeah, if they put a 6 in that, let's see that's what I didn't Paul, do you know? Was no, it a 6? No, I mean, a, a 6.4 later. Oh, okay. It's the big
0: motor in the Oh, it's the big motor. I thought when it's got
1: to be. I heard it's V6. fast. I heard it's streaming fast. I'm just going off the sound. It doesn't have that, like, cool low sound to it. It, it It's almost a pitch a little bit above, and it sounds a little oh. bit like a smaller engine.
7: Hmm. All right. It says here, Series 2 configuration powered by the new
1: Hurricane Twin Turbo 3-liter <laughs> inline six. Inline
7: Hurricane. six? Yeah. Oh, sounds, I'm pretty sure it
0: was a V6 last time I checked. Start,
7: starts at 95 90. Yeah,
0: remember, they, they also have the Series 3 as well. Ah, okay. I got the Series 1, 2, and 3. Oh,
1: okay. All right. But, Paul, that interior, not only how much is going on, all the cool features. Listen, you got screens everywhere, back screens, everything going on. But it's also, it's how many different surfaces are on that door, right? You got the top part of the door that's this like piano this. Piano
0: black everywhere.
1: Well, not on the one I'm working on. It's got like a, it's got, and this is where, this is where, right. It gets really confusing. Wes, I'm so glad you're here. You can help educate us on (laughs) what is leather and what is not leather. What is leather and what's vinyl leather? What's this vinyl, new vinyl leather that really looks kind of like leather, but we know it's not leather. We know there's not really actually any leather in that door, but geez, up on that top, it's almost like a. A suede, vinyl, leather, or something. I mean, it—it's got a different feel to it. Then you go to a wood grain. Then you go to these plastic parts with buttons. You go back to some some of that that type of leather, and then it goes down. The very bottom part of that door is another surface that's a traditional, what we would say, that traditional vinyl leather, and then they just kind of made it look a little bit more like the one up at the top. But you got surfaces all over this place that are completely different. So would you rather here we go let's play a little would you rather on a grand wagoneer all right have a little fun time tonight now this is a little bit of a different part of the would you rather and i'm gonna go because there's there's a guy that we don't we don't really jab at a whole lot here and so i'm interested to see which one of you is this guy there's certain people that attack an interior and they go I'm a tornador only. I got to send my APC in my container and I spray tornador and I spray APC all over everything. Right. Then there's a the guy that, Oh well, no, I use it. Right. And there's certain ways that people will be on this guy. And I only do it What's this that? way,
6: Turn on the lights.
1: but then Sorry, I guys. look and then I look at this door and I go, How could somebody use a tornador, an APC? How could somebody use just a whatever they traditionally use? It's no possible way to clean this interior by using just one thing. So you got a cleaner. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's revived because you can't use an APC on these doors. You got so many different types of interiors. You really should go with something that's like revived right safe on every single service right so chemicals out you got your chemical but then you get two other things to clean the entire part of the vehicle what are those two things for you i've got my cleaner and then what else is there right Is it right? You got all kinds of stuff. You can go vacuum, but then, well, what happens to air? Do you want to use air? Maybe you're the tornador guy. Maybe you're the, I just like to have a little air that sprays out. Maybe you like the tornador that doesn't spray the liquid because I'm telling you those carpets, those are some plush thick carpets. And I tell you using the tornador, but without the spray and we, you know, we've got a different, the other version that just goes out and it helps fluff up those carpets. I was using all kinds of different stuff as I'm hitting every different part of this vehicle is so different. So you got two, what is it you're going with? Right. I myself, right. We said revive. And then I went, (laughs) I went definitely I'm going air. I'm going air. I'm going air. And, and then just, uh, I'm going with our, our versatile, I think I could do versatile and an air and clean and clean out that because I was shampooing and cleaning out the carpets with revive and the versatile, and then, you know, hitting it out with the air. Uh, I think you could, I think you could, you could definitely use a vacuum. Of course. Right. We're going to say, yeah, if it's super nasty, but soft detail brush, I was doing that all kinds of different ways, but that's, that's the two I'm going to go. I stalled long enough. There's no more excuses. Dustin what two are you doing would you rather and here we go what two tools are you using with revive
3: uh with revive uh, i'm probably gonna have the scrub monster and my chief steamer uh Ooh. chief steamer for the cracks scrub monster uh my guys barely touch brushes anymore to be honest with you uh we've got them but most of the time, most everything you clean with scrub monster and revive like Dude, I swear to you, we barely touch APC.
1: (laughs) He's right. Yeah. Good call on Scrub Monster. Those uh those seats on the Grand Wagon are gorgeous. You can clean
3: cloth seats with them too. Yep. Uh Mm -hmm. cloth seats, especially boats, uh vinyl, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Well, the you know, the reason how I found out about revive and using it, what I did was I used uh I used your scrub monster. It's a good call. So I got to the point where I was trying to figure out how to get this chair to flip up, and I couldn't really figure it out, and I don't think the people had figured it out either, because you guys have all seen this, when they can't figure out how to get to the third row, and that middle row just goes and lays flat, and it doesn't pop all the way up, what do they do? They step on that part of the seat, right? So you can see the dirt, you could see the dirty. And they just kept stepping on it as they climbed over. Listen, they got kids, it is what it is, right? So I used revive and then the scrub monster and scrub net helped break everything up using that felt part of it and then hit it with the vacuum. And I was good. I shampooed those carpets. It turned out great. So good call. Good call on the scrub monster, Derek.
4: So I I'm probably going to use the the or blowout gun. I, I like just blowing everything out. So I'll spray revive on. And then I'll come in and probably with the scrub pad as well, scrub the whole thing, and then I'll use a torter to kind of blow all the liquid out, like the cracks and stuff, and then just, you know, come over with towel and I'm done.
1: So then you'll use that for the vacuum part too or to blow out the carpets or something?
4: Kind of both because um, you can almost vacuum with those uh, blowout guns because you can kind of push everything to the, to the middle or blow it right out the back. But um, I like to spray the liquid on. And then if there is any dust, when you since, – since the water – you know encapsulates the dust and stuff and dirt when you use the torner to blow it out it, the air will carry all the dust with it, so you can kind of do vents with them and stuff so. I, I love my, my little tornado block and it's so fun like it's I love it and then especially like for those carpets you're talking about so you can almost. Like spray revive on the carpets of this light staining use the scrub monster to scrub the seats and stuff and then you can kind of just blow everything out and then like I said, the because the the water grabs the dirt, it kind of, the cleaner grabs the dirt, it kind of just blows it all out at the same time. So works good.
1: Yeah. When, when they came out with that uh, versus having it in the container and shooting the liquid out, like, boy, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's so much easier to carry it around too. You know, you can throw it that's- in your pocket or throw it on you. They got that little hook. You can hook it in. Yeah.
4: That's or like if it you're was-
1: okay with laying it on the ground. But if you got that canister, you can't, it never would sit on the ground. It would always fall over. You'd go and do like this and it would start leaking out. I mean, yeah, it was, it was rough. All right. Uh, let's go into, oh geez. All right. Uh, Derek. I'm sorry. Sorry. uh Brandon.
8: Uh, I'm gonna go with the vortex and uh, just some microfibers. That's gonna be my vortex
1: and the microfibers. Yep. Give us a little explanation.
8: I mean, with the you know, you spray everything down, wipe it with the clean it with the microfibers, spray it out with the uh, the vortex, and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like a good idea, Wes. What's your attack? Same exact thing same exact so if, if i've got if i've got
7: revived and i'm just doing the um uh, the vortex gun and some microfiber because i can pretty much open all the doors and you know blast all the dust and everything out with just the gun um if i can't have a uh, vacuum too and i like the the dust and crap that gets in between the panels and like the shifter bezel in the center console that drives me nuts. So I always like to blow that out first and then blow the carpets out. So
1: I don't blame you. That's a good call. Yeah. All right, Supreme. Hey, man. Oh, did we lose you? No, no, nice. I, there you go. I mean, got me. Yep. yeah
6: you're good you good all right good um kind of upset that with Counting towels but um yeah, yeah i gonna, thought that was included <laughs> i'm going with um, i'm gonna have to go with that with the tornador and the uh scrub monster
1: good call good call i like it all right let's go with paul and then we'll get over to Derek for the tab out question
0: All right. So uh, you said uh, a revive is already included in the deal. So I'm probably saying uh, I'm going to go with the rigid back and a microfiber. Uh, And and the reason why I'm getting kind of a two for one there with the rigid back, you know, because I know probably shop back does the same thing, but you can swap it around and, and get the uh, blower function if you need to.
1: I think the rigid's a better vacuum
0: though. I I do too. Um, I actually started with the shop back and went to a rigid. And so that's for mobile jobs. Always have the rigid on me, five was it Four point one five horsepower or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a lot of times I'm, I'm just switching that hose around, blowing out what I need to, and then I still can can uh, swap it back and vacuum up. And I've got the revive and a microfiber. Um, if you would allow me to add a third, I would have done a brush, but that's okay, I can get it done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, I'm with you. All right, uh, let's go into Derek because I'm. I'm scrambling. Apologies, guys. I I keep trying my cords, but it's not working. My battery's running out. That's why I was scrambling there about the end. So if I crash, Derek, uh, just keep it rolling and head us out. But uh, let's get to that tab out question of the day.
4: All righty, guys. So kind of like uh, we kind of said a would you rather, but uh, this one's got to pick one of these. So. So would you rather have a situation where you don't know where where right. So, sorry I gotta reword this one so, so you either have to you have to pick one of these scenarios you're gonna be doing Jeep Wranglers with carpet interiors full of dog hairs for the rest of your detail career and I'm talking four door two door doesn't matter but just that's all you're doing or every time you go to take a shower somebody comes in and you don't know when it's gonna happen and flush the toilet and you're gonna get burned you don't know when it's gonna happen but you gotta pick one of those situations
1: <laughs> so interior carpets of your career were always getting the, sh- the 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 shower changed <laughs> yeah and
4: I, now i don't know about you guys but my when i was younger we had one bathroom in our house and family of five and inevitably my brother would come in i gotta pee oops and you get burned every single time so i'm just like but in that scenario, you don't know when it's going to happen. you It's just the person comes in, you get burned, and you're like, God damn. Like, so
3: you got to pick one of those scenarios. Uh, man, that's a tough one. I, I'm going <laughs> – I'm going to go with getting burned in the shower because <laughs> I am not a very patient person. So <laughs> when it comes to dog hair – Dang God, I could get irritated. (laughs) But then then again, I swear my wife likes to do laundry. She waits until I'm in the shower to do laundry. And then I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) So then I'm getting burned and I don't have water pressure. It's great.
7: Yeah,
1: I'm with you on that. All right, Wes.
7: I'll uh, I'll just move out of the way as soon as I get burned.
0: They have no jeeps.
7: No, no jeeps. I mean, I'm kind of cheating because I don't do this every day. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and and our water heater isn't turned up that high, so it's not like you know you're not going to be a lobster if you get full. My wa- <laughs> my wife. My wife showers on full hot every single day, so it's too hot for me, but yeah, it's not that bad.
6: All
1: right, Brandon.
8: Yeah, I absolutely hate Jeeps, Um, because as soon as you know you get a Jeep call, you know it's going to be full of dog hair. Mm -hmm. You know it's going to be full of mud, and yeah, I, I almost turn away jeep i hate jeeps so yeah
6: not-
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well you know with a jeep it's either going to be they're using it for what it's made for or it's a pavement princess it's one or the other oh god
3: <laughs> but yeah, going uh, with it's a pavement princess you better have that thing perfect <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> <But> yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm going i'm getting burned but i don't think at my house
8: is that we got we got one of those on-demand water heaters so i don't think it's that big, oh okay, okay
4: damn see i forgot about we didn't grow up one of those so it was I didn't, I didn't those know. are nice those are nice but yeah my my wife's sister has one it's, it's beautiful it takes a minute
8: for the water to get hot but it's nice when it does
1: all right kevin
6: i'm getting burnt <laughs> Easy. <laughs> easy yeah, I'm all set. That uh, you get a long hair like tri colored dog in that cloth. Forget about it. The rug. Forget about it. I am all set.
8: <laughs> and the carpet always seems to move too in a jeep. Like it's never mm. like. A <laughs> so it's, that, it's doubly tough to try to get all that dog hair out.
7: Oh man, no kidding. Mm.
6: And that would just get what, a
7: Jeep brand on my arm. <laughs>
6: And that's why
7: I chose I chose the Jeep materials because we had a hell
4: of a car the other day. And when you said the carpet moved, it was in the passenger seat. Every time you'd brush it, it, it was like the carpet was sliding down. And I was just like, What the hell is all hair coming from? And I was getting so mad like. <laughs> Guys, we got it, cl- we got it most of the hair out, but you know, the worst part was I could see the dogs in the window like staring at me. And I kept going, like, Those are the bastards that did this, <laughs> like, like, and they were like, They were nice dogs, but I'm like, God.
0: And then the guy's like, Oh, it's a two door,
4: and I'm like, I don't care, mm. sir. Like, this is not a fun two door, it could have been a four door, but no. So, I don't do too many jeeps either. I'm like, I'm done with Jeep Wranglers. It's, like, oh, like, I'm, like, Give me
7: a, give me a grand chariot,
4: then I'll wrangle.
7: Then you and leave, then, and they're like, You want to go for a ride?
4: No, yes, yes, that no. <laughs> we did a car one time where it was where we were done, and the guy was like, Oh, y'all finished? Go, he goes, Come on, dogs, go to the dog park. And they all jump in the back of this Mercedes and take it to the dog park. My wife is with me, she looks at me, she goes, What the hell? And I go, Damn it's his car in there. You oh, Can't pay the things. He already paid me, so like it's it is what it is. Like
1: <laughs> that's too funny. That's too funny. All right, guys. Uh Thanks so much for hopping on, having some beers with me, uh, chatting about SEMA, having a good time, sir. Dustin, glad to see you continuing to involve the further away you get from Bush Latte. We understand. Uh,
3: <laughs> don't hold, don't yeah. hold your breath. Boat huh. season is about six months away. So.
1: <laughs> Look like you had a good race this weekend too,
3: huh? Uh, this weekend could have went a little better. Had, had some problems with my knees swelling up real bad, but, uh, you know, you know what got, that's called? Old, you old. <laughs> no I got out front. Got get to let lead, lead for you know a couple laps, and then my old age caught up with me. So
1: it is what it is. There, good cut, tab out question. Good fun tonight, <laughs> Wes. Thanks for hopping on, giving us your input. Brandon, good to see you, brother. See you next week. Good to see you, guys. Kevin. Pleasure. Martinez, as always, man. Thanks for being in the background, hanging out, guys. Have a great night, and uh, here's to community. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Peace. Hey, this is Marshall. What a great episode, and you know what? We would love for you to be part of the HyperClean Specialist group on Facebook. Just come over. Be a part. It's a great community, and hey, you'll probably even learn a couple things, get to ask some questions, and see what's going on inside of hyperclean specialist group on facebook and this is marshall i hope you make it a great day